0: Hi everybody, welcome to the Vanquish Your Business Demon podcast with Andrea Sexton and Julia Stock. Hello. Hello. I thought I'd put you first this week. Oh yeah, I was uh, it's
1: a little bit like you know when the newsreaders change the order and one of them that's a bit shocked. That was that was that moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we try. Um, we're doing technical vocab today, aren't we? We are, yeah, because
1: I thought like we mentioned a few things that I thought, well, maybe people have got their own ideas about what they are, and they might not align with what we think they are. So we ought to tell them what we think, did not we, really?
0: Well, we tell them what we think about pretty much everything else. Yeah, we
1: do. So, we're not sure the odd opinion, are we?
0: Not really. Um, <laughs> no. So we're in this particular case, we're talking about sales process and customer journey. Yes. That's the technical yeah. vocab. Although, pretty much everybody's already switched off on they. They're going to get really boring and geeky.
1: We're not going to get boring. We're never boring. Stick with
0: us. Absolutely. They've already switched off. Um, so, <laughs> darling, in your view, what are they and how are they different?
1: Right. Okay. So, I'll go sales process first.
0: Okay.
1: Like, oh, I will say that anything that has the word process in, pretty much is a scary word to someone like me. So, it's it's um, a bit
0: of a turn-off.
1: Yeah, I just go, cool, blinding, that sounds awful. I don't think I have one of those. But it just turns out that do. I do. I do. I know you do. <laughs> yes, I do. We talk about it all the time. We talk about it all the time. We've mapped it out beautifully with Julia mapping it out. So it is... The stage that the stages we go through from when we um meet, you know, people for the first time, unsuspecting people who have no idea what admire PR do. So un- unsuspecting,
0: unsuspecting. Yeah, I was about to say the
1: same thing, yes. <laughs> unsuspecting victims. <laughs> yes sorry uh, everyone listening to this has already been one of my unsuspecting victims <laughs> <laughs> At least. but so it's um...
0: very interesting when you talk about conversion lots mm. of people go you get me i mean you know my conversion rates amazing once i'm in front of somebody i can convert mm. them well by that point that person yeah. is no longer a lead you know they no. are a hot prospect exactly. because you've warmed them up so yeah. actually the phrase unsuspecting victim is potentially the correct thing because literally <laughs> the moment that we meet a new person, we should be eyeing them up and evaluating them as to where do you fit in this grand scheme of people who are either on that track to being customers, people who are potentially useful. Yeah. Um people who are oh I like you yeah yeah you're not much use but you are lovely (laughs) so you fit into (laughs) that pot and then you kind of have the random nutters and I'm quite happy for many many people that I meet that I am that random nutter
1: um, I'm, sure I I'm sure I'm the random nutter for many people as well.
0: But it's the thing of you have to have the meeting with the random nutters because you never know which random nutter is going to be absolute genius for your business. Uh do you know, I had one last week. So okay, so this is a complete sort,
1: it's one of these things where you know somebody tags you on LinkedIn because someone's asked about a PR. Yeah. Person. And they contacted me and said, I think this is a really bad introduction for you because it doesn't look like the sort of thing you normally do. But I put your name anyway. I said, ah, there's no such thing as a bad introduction because, one, you put my name on LinkedIn and tag me and my company. People are going to see that. Yeah. Thank you very much. Secondly, the lady asking is a copywriter, runs an agency. Absolutely fantastic. She was asking a question about her dad, um, yep. which. Um I I've, I've actually had a conversation with her and helped her and said, right, your dad needs to do this. He can do this himself. But we've now got this connection. Yep. And so what looked like, a, can somebody give my dad some advice? Like, oh, that might not turn into any money. That's not the point. It's not like, it's that's a million miles away. It was that actually this is a really interesting person to have in my, you know, having in one of my buckets.
0: Yeah. So, and yeah. given that you have to produce a lot of content, being mm. connected with somebody who runs um, a copywriting agency is yeah. she comes under the, yeah, you're potentially useful to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's the first thing. If I,
1: you know, there's there's the first thing is you never know who any of these, what you know, where these connections are going to go. And then. The process is that we have. Um, me and Julia have a similar one where we we tend to we book a one to one with people,
0: and you've then got to learn a, to get to know people better. They to get
1: to know people. Yeah. Also,
0: we're selling our genius. Mm. So, if you're selling a product, then the process will be different. Yeah. Um, in terms of the, you know, a process just describes what we do, and what we have discovered works best Mm -hmm. at each stage along the journey from somebody being random victim to (laughs) of gentle stalking Mm -hmm. through to um, actually them purchasing from you. The more you can understand how you can manipulate that so Mm -hmm. that you get more of the right answer, which is people buying from you, then the more successful you will be. The more you can find tasks and activities within that, that you are comfortable doing and will do and Mm -hmm. do do, again, the more successful it's going to be. So it's what works for your potential customer, what works for you um there's no point in signing yourself up to do activities that stress you out make you miserable it's not going to create success and we have to be consistent
1: yeah we do which is why having like knowing what what works so you can repeat that process um is is the key and i mean i that we often um with me is i i go very gently and i take quite a long time warming people up what
0: your 18 month conversion rate
1: yes exactly um <laughs> so yeah we've been doing things to kind of speed that one up a little bit And
0: <laughs> again it was that thing of until we had the conversation and until we mapped it out or drew it out mm. um i mean it didn't did dawn on you No, We were quite happy Um, and that's the point is a lot of the time the reason why we draw things out and the reason why we do some do this stuff with somebody who's not necessarily emotionally invested Mm -hmm. um, who can sit outside um, is because you know we're trying to find the areas where we're being unintentionally epically stupid.
1: Yes.
0: And all business yeah. owners, including me, have multiple areas where we're just like, what are you doing? doing. <laughs> all of us, because we are too close. Yeah. It is the nature of the beastie, no way yeah. around it. And the sooner that we accept that there are areas of the business where we're being unintentionally, epically stupid, the sooner yeah. we can get over that shame. Of, yeah. oh, I feel really thick right now. Um, yeah. Chuck the shame out the window. It's it's not helping you. And let's fix it. Um, yeah. If you don't have the kind of brain that you can do this stuff yourself or you're just stuck in a rut and you can't see the wood for the trees, that's when somebody external can really help. Same as with PR. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's the sales process. It basically shows what you're doing. Yeah. How useful was it to actually look at those stages and be able to go, oh, I could change that? Yeah, really helpful. And
1: I've got the sort of brain that likes to see things drawn out as well, like visually, um, like visually there in front of me. And actually, I have got like a picture of that in my mind now. So when I'm talking to people, I kind of know exactly which little bit on my chart they are yeah. and then when i saw that bit where i spend ages because i'm i'm chatty and i'm a nice person and i like talking to people yeah. um so Ooh. i spent ages in that kind of like loop of multiple one-to-ones before asking a question yeah um and i still tend to do that and i have to remind myself or julia has to remind me on a weekly basis to you know crack on
0: Back Ask on, those questions. Ask
1: those questions.
0: Yes, yes exactly. it's for you. You're more than capable of being a nosy cow. And for me, <laughs> being a nosy cow is the secret to good sales success. Mm. Because the point about selling is you're just leading an intelligent conversation. Yes. Well, you've got a brain in your head, love. So the second yeah, bit, and, and you I've can talk. So the, yeah, I've got that lead the
1: intelligent conversation in massive letters. And I stick it on my table next
0: to me every time I'm in it's one of those conversations that yeah. most of us struggle with is the leading it where mm. we want it to go yeah and that requires us to just be asking two or three extra questions when we're having those lovely chatty conversations mm. um, you know it's about having the conversation go in the direction that is most likely to lead where you want it to go yeah. Either that you're qualifying people in or you're qualifying people out. There is nothing wrong with qualifying people out. Not at all. Um, because then you know and you can go for yeah. do something else instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um I have
1: to say that um I've got what's what's something that I've managed to do quite recently, and I think this is like this year, I've got much better this is actually but quite quickly qualifying people out, um, because that and it, it used to take you see, I get stuck in that like multiple one-to-one thing, and now I'm just like, okay, I get to that conversation, so you know. In fact, there's one lovely young lady who um I've actually offered mentoring to mm-hmm. because she was in no position to work with us, but I really like like what she stands for, and I I always have a couple of people I'm mentoring young people, and I had a gap. So um, yeah, rather than you know, I thought, oh, I'll turn that into something positive for both of us because I had a gap and she's the right sort of person. So um yeah, we yeah, had that it's,
0: you know today, you quite, can still yeah. have success while being flexible. And yeah, it comes back exactly. to what your overall vision is for your business and the values you want to live it by. Right. So that's the sales process. It's it how is. we get an unintentional victim, sorry, mm. fine high quality lead, um, <laughs> lovely, lovely people to <laughs> move through. And there's a couple of really interesting stats. Mm -hmm. The average sale takes six to nine points of contact to move from random person through to actually Mm -hmm. purchasing. Yeah. So, and lots of people do not give it that many points of contact. Yeah, they give up. Yeah, um,
1: even when I was product selling, so back in the old days before I started, when when I started um, PR, um, I ran a team of three sales people, literally like areas, field sales out on the road in a little van. I did this too, full of sports clothing, good to do, it. travel around the country. Um, and you, you can't just walk into a shop and expect to sell your collection.
0: Like no, you that dream of that, but that's not yeah, how it works.
1: That's not how it works. And the amount of times, you know, I see that, think, yeah, no, that's that's not how it works. It just doesn't work that way. You have no, to put in the time. Six to nine
0: before. points of contact. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and somebody that converts very quickly is likely to then be quite high maintenance in terms of onboarding, because they just haven't answered all the questions that need answering. Um, So it's it's amazing when somebody, you know, decides to purchase very quickly, but we can't forget that they're likely to need more nurturing later
1: on. Very, very, very good point.
0: So that six to nine is still Mm. there. um, And often you will find that the people who convert very quickly can also bounce themselves out very quickly. Yeah. As well. Because yeah. yeah. Partly that's down to how their brain works and partly yeah. because you kind of forgot to make them feel loved in your yeah. Yeah. But, no.
1: um, yeah, quite often you haven't been through those those points where you know people that are spending longer, especially with our services, like um making a decision will really dig into kind of what the outcome for them is going to be, what kind of press coverage they want and and that side of it. And then you won't have had that really in-depth conversation. So the ones that convert quickly for us, um, they quite often have got a very different view in their mind of where they're going than where we were at at that point in our conversation. It's a matter of moving those two together so they completely align And it's making sure, Um, again,
0: that you do that, which leads us on to the customer journey. It
1: does, quite nicely. Yeah. look
0: at that. Yes. So the customer journey is the experience that your customer has from working with your business. Mm. Right from the unintentional victim lead stage, Mm -hmm. through the sales process, And through into delivery and through to the final moment they ever have anything to do with your business. Yeah. Um, That is not to say that they're the same thing, because what the customer journey does is track this person through all the different sectors of your business. So what it really allows us to look at is communication.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, How well we communicate with the customer, how well we communicate with each other, And whether certain people within the business are too involved. And by this, I Mm -hmm. normally, you know, mean the business owner. Yeah. um, Who can hog the limelight. Um, Mm -hmm. And often, this customer journey can really help us to begin to uncover um, easy ways of unlocking a business owner's time. resources by really identifying do you really need to be doing every single one of those activities oh you don't do you no no yeah (laughs) um shows how we're using computer systems because we can make that part of the customer journey and you know Mm -hmm. within large organizations how you move from different departments and where things can get siloed and go horribly wrong Allows mm. us to look for opportunities for automation um and areas where we could be a lot more proactive. Generally, yeah. when you're mapping it out, you find a complete dearth of communication with the customer. Yeah. <laughs> Which is back to that unintentionally epically stupid. Yeah. Bit. Exactly. That's that's
1: um so I in my business, this is the point i'm at now if we've been looking at the sales process and now i'm going looking or want to look more into the customer journey because i know there's areas where i'm being unintentionally equally stupid um because there will be um and because I there
0: always,
1: are with all of us yeah and there are with all of us and i know there's i know there's um things we can do a lot better and i want to do a lot better yeah um, a
0: lot of it's around reporting yes um, it is and yeah. It's interesting isn't it when you do with the introduction of online shopping mm. you get a lot of automated text messages and emails yeah a lot of businesses particularly in the service sector mm. talk about our amazing customer service It's personalized
1: it's human-based
0: mm. yeah those are what we call systems that work on a good day your staff yeah. have to be having a good day in order to get around, unless you do a lot of management of it, generally you mm. will find there are customers that fall through the net. Yeah. Communication doesn't happen because you have a member of staff who perhaps isn't as good as the others. They might be new. They might mm. be too motivated. Um, stuff doesn't happen when we rely on people. Yeah. When we automate or even semi-automate, mm. um, you know, we used to have a system where, We did a lot of sending out of reports every month to employers. And that was one person's job to send it out for everybody. Mm -hmm. I knew that they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. knew it was happening because you gave it to somebody who had the skills and there was no way he was missing doing that because he was just a fantastic Mm -hmm. member of staff. It revolutionized the communication and it revolutionized the ability for other people in the team to do their jobs better because it was taking off a task that they were rubbish at and often didn't have time to do we massively improved the quality of the reporting you know you're taking it to somebody who had the skills to run much more complicated reports and They basically spent a day a month sending all these things out. Boom, thank you very much. It would have taken so much longer for anybody else to do it individually. What that meant was that when we went out to do progress reviews or when we phoned employers to talk about stuff, they already kind of knew where their learner was at because we'd already Mm. told them. Same as with online shopping, You don't need to phone the store very often because you've had that email going, hi, it's out for delivery. You've had the text going, Sharon in a doodah van. It's going to be delivering it here. And with the DPD people, seriously, can you get your app to work so that it saves my personal preference for every delivery? (laughs) Because that button does not work, does it? do you want to save this for every delivery yes i do but i know
1: that it won't we don't mind getting you see i I had a misconception right that ultimate i that as part of my business automation wouldn't be like yeah you're deranged.
0: It's yeah. so all in how we design the automation. Yeah,
1: it is. Oh, last week I had both. Well, this is a great one. So last week, and I don't know if I showed you the if you saw the amazing video, but I had I went back to a hotel that I used to stay at pre-pandemic. And I walked into my room and there were balloons everywhere. You told me and about it. Ends. And you were
0: just and this, glowing with how it loved was just you lovely. Felt. Anyway, it
1: continues. So you get your automatic email saying how was your stay with the feedback. So you know what because I had a good this is one of those things because I had a good time I thought I am going you know I will actually spend my two minutes filling in yes yeah. wrong which is well designed um anyway so I put a little bit of um I put a little bit of feedback in so thanks so much for the balloons and all the rest of it because it really made my you know made my day and da, da, da. anyway so then I got an email back from them saying which was edited from a an automated one you can tell but that's fine but they'd edited it to me and saying let us um let us know which dates you're staying again you can reply to this email or go direct to that hotel so it came from central hotel booking i replied went straight back to that hotel with the dates i'm going to go going next but it worked really well and it felt personal enough And
0: I was like, yeah, you see, you can do it It's all about how you design it. Yeah, Um, yeah. Nice. And they were going to get that booking anyway. Yeah. Because they gave you balloons. Yeah. But you've done that booking earlier than you would have done otherwise.
1: Yes, exactly. um,
0: Because they prompted you. And so, yeah, yeah, this is the customer journey Mm. is you have to – and with both the sales process and the customer journey, you have to start from a position of being truthful. Yeah. You can't lie yeah. to yourself and go, oh, no. it's amazing. Uh, no. Yeah. It because like, I yeah,
1: you have to get a to point where you think, well, actually, onboarding sketchy, we do it differently for each customer. You know, you have to you have to be truthful. And I think that's why having someone who holds you accountable, but also isn't, you know, doesn't make you cry about it, just helps you get a, well, take some actions. I think that's, yeah, the, that's the key, the, you know, it's like taking some actions in the right direction, seeing where it is, being truthful, and then starting to take some little actions.
0: The point is, you have to draw it out as it is. Mm. Then we get to slag it off. <laughs> she <really sighs> likes that bit. Well, yes and no. It's much easier to slag off your own business. Um, yeah. I You know, with clients, I have to play nicely. So it's not really slagging oh, off. It's it's more... Play nicely with me. <laughs> play nicely with everybody. Um, but you have to be truthful with yourself. You mm. can't say everything's amazing. You can't say everything's yeah. dreadful. The yeah. reality is it's somewhere in between My for middle. everything. You are yeah. allowed to say yeah we don't have any complaints at the moment that just means people yeah. are feeling meh <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> you know things are going well you could say things are good but we want them to be excellent yes you know we're yes. just not where we want to be and if yeah. you go in with that mindset it allows mm. you to be more honest and yeah, go definitely. i like this bit but what are we doing over here mm. um It's not about the people. It's about what the people are doing. It's about the computer systems that you're using, Mm. all of the resources. And what you find is if you go into it with that mindset, you can find some really, really quick, easy wins,
1: Mm.
0: which is what you found with your sales process. Yeah. Only, oh, if I do that differently, if I have a different mentality there, Mm. things will go better. And you can see your different mentality. Because your Mm. business is growing. Yeah, exactly. You're picking up clients that Mm. you wouldn't have picked up before because you weren't picking up on the sales cues. Yeah, Now you're much more aware of them. You're leading those conversations. Good things are happening. Yeah, absolutely. And good shit happens when we're brave. Yeah, it does.
1: Yeah, it really does.
0: You know, a little um, bit of bravery every day goes a terribly long way.
1: It really does. So this remind you? Know, um, there's a if if you're listening to this and you go back through the podcast, there's one that Julia did a little while ago on is it customer feedback? And um, we chuckle every week because we look at how many people have listened to our podcast, and that's that's the one that's had the lowest, isn't it?
0: Consistently, um, nobody listens to that. Yeah,
1: one. and I just wonder whether they're they're being you know there's, customer feedback goes into the customer journey and whether we all need to be a little bit braver I mean maybe that's why people are like oh I don't yeah. want to I'm too scared to ask my customers what they think
0: is that it I don't know just putting that Asking out there our customers what they think is very it's it's like pricing it's very linked into our own feelings of worth mm. um, we have to be in a particularly brave place to ask our customers how we could improve yeah um, and yeah if, you, if you're if you not feeling sturdy enough then yeah. probably stay away yeah um, it's better than <laughs> sending a questionnaire that's meaningless yeah you know you would need to ask the questions in a way and with a mindset where you actually, yeah, can do something with it because there's nothing worse than consulting somebody, taking up their time and then not doing anything with it. Yeah, that's true. It's having that space. And and if you're not, you know, and also the thing of you can make a lot of changes to sales process, to customer journey without consulting the customers Mm. just from that point of... this is going to be an improvement you know it's great to say Mm. that we deliver great individual customer service we have this customer service team it's even better when people don't need to phone you
1: yeah
0: you know if you're doing it so well that people don't need to ask you what's going on Mm. then you know that it's good yeah that's true um yeah yeah. Yeah. you know it's lovely to have Mm. a customer service team it's even better if you don't need one yeah, that's, that's, yeah, there you go. That's an interesting one. And, yeah. and we, you know, used to work with a small awarding body when we first started out as a training business. And it was great. You could phone up the um, head of that awarding body anytime you had a problem. Mm. So, you know, they knew us. We knew them. Brilliant. We then moved to being with a really huge awarding body Yeah, where I'd never be able to phone up the chief exec because they would never take my call over as a tiny nobody but i never needed to because everything worked there you go so yeah mm. sometimes that impersonality leads to an improved sense of customer satisfaction because mm. the customer doesn't need to talk to you no there if either. you're needing to do that much smoothing to keep your customer sweet mm. what are you doing wrong elsewhere mm. in the business and this is where the customer journey and mapping it out can make a massive mm. difference on why are you needing to schmooze so much yeah on yeah. that note we're out of time yeah we are so love talking to you and hopefully <laughs> the technical vocab session was not quite as dull as advertised <laughs> exactly thanks for listening everybody